we have a special episode about the Golden Globes that just happened a few days ago. Oh man, do you have any first reactions to the overall like show? Did you did you see it from the beginning, like the, the monologue in the beginning? I kind of started it a little late, so I I missed like the beginning part, so I didn't catch the monologue or anything like that, or the red carpet. <laughs> you didn't miss much. Overall, it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, because I, I saw the ratings. I saw like 5 million people watched, which is pretty bad. Yeah, like it was really disappointing because um, I didn't watch them on TV. I ended up watching them on um, Peacocks and they were streaming it. So I watched it okay. through there. Um, but unfortunately, there was a ton of delays trying to watch it in the streaming service. So, yeah, so it was fine. Yeah, I mean, I watched it. Oh, my wife and I watched it. It started like the red carpet at like seven o'clock on E and then it went over to NBC at, you know, 8 p.m. Kind of just overall a little bit depressing. I mean, it wasn't on TV last year. It's back. And I think as far as like them wanting to gain new viewers, they probably failed because like right away it was just like a downer with the opening monologue. I don't know. It was it was a little bit depressing. Pressing and <laughs> I mean, obviously, the Golden Globes like they've they've made changes in the past couple of years, and the monologue certainly addressed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, because I don't, I can't remember when the last time I watched the Golden Globes, like actually physically watch them. Um, mostly, I would just like go online and just quickly see like what category was winning, and then um, I probably would tune in like best actor at the very end or something like that but i really never really tuned in much to the golden globes like how i used to in the beginning when i got into like award shows and like films and you know all of that kind of stuff so the golden globes are tough because they have so many different awards it's it's hard to tell what the order is because they go from yeah TV, it, it kind of jumps around a lot but the emmys are the same way but i feel like the emmys are a little bit more um, structured. Yeah, because I will watch the Emmys. I like watching the Emmys. Um, I feel like there's a little bit more structure in that for some reason. I don't know. It just felt very chaotic. When I was just sitting there, it felt very chaotic. It really did. Like, uh, what's the name? I think his last name is like Carmichael or something like that. Yeah, Gerard Carmichael, the host. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember his first name, but I did remember his last name. Of course, a comedian hosting the show, which they mostly always do. But it felt like when he started, you know, talking and stuff like that, everybody was still mingling. You know, you heard like background, yeah. you know, they're still mingling and talking and everything like that. So I was like, it's literally a PE teacher trying to get all the kids to stop playing. <laughs> That's yeah, how no, it felt like. <laughs> it was awkward, kind of embarrassing. I mean, it, I wasn't a big fan of his hosting skills, but overall I did feel bad for him. I mean, every time from a commercial break, he was just standing there, like hands, yeah. like uncomfortable and nobody's listening to him. Everyone's, you know, they're drinking or they were drinking. Um, yeah. It just did not have a commanding presence in the room. But I mean, also that's up to the staff to like say, hey, everyone, you're sitting down like right now. That's not his fault. Like, they should have people going around like, hey, we're live. Sit down. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. they're adults. But there was, like, no control. Not to mention, like, I felt bad for the piano player, which they really highlighted, um, which is cool. Like, they showed her, showed her name. 
But then yeah, everyone throughout. winning in a war was like mad at her, but it wasn't her. They were playing an audio track. Yeah. Very strange. I know, but I feel like, yeah, I feel like everybody gets mad when this music starts playing when, of course, their speech kind of goes over the limit. And I get that. Like, I understand. It's like, hey, you know, you got to keep it short and simple. Um, but then again, you sometimes you can't control that, especially like for people who this is their first time winning an award, you know, it's like they want to like express so many things. Like, I, I understand that, like. If I was in that position, like I would probably ramble on and <laughs> because I wanted the award, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'd prefer another 30 seconds of a speech versus, you know, 30 seconds more of the opening monologue. I care more about people winning and what they have to say than some jokes or attempt mm-hmm. at jokes. I mean, mm-hmm. it's kind of awkward, but I guess we should get to the best actor in a drama that category. Yes. So I'm looking, yeah. So best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. So the nominees were Austin Butler for Elvis, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Hugh Jackman for The Sun, Bill Nye um, for Living, Jeremy Pope for The Inspection. Yeah. Great people. I mean, Hugh Jackman, like Jeremy Pope is the first time um, nominee. Austin Butler, first-time nominee. Brandon Fraser, first-time nominee. I feel like Hugh Jackman and Bill Nye have been in these cat type of categories before. I feel like they have, especially Hugh Jackman. I don't know. But, I mean, either way, how say, su- were you surprised? Like, did, would, would you? Uh, yes and no. I was surprised at the fact that it went to Austin Butler. Yes. <laughs> I Did you watch the film? Elvis? Oh, yeah, I saw Elvis in theater. Um, I, I really did like it. I thought he was great, I think. But, yeah, I would have expected Hugh Jackman or anybody else. I did not expect that to be the Golden Globe award-winning performance. And mm-hmm. what, the most fascinating thing to me was that he was still in character. Like, he was still Elvis. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> okay. So, I wanted to watch... Elvis on theater because there was just so much hype and everything like that. I'm like, okay, you know, I've been hearing great reviews and stuff like that, but I never made it to the movie theater for that. So I watched it on HBO Max. Great. I I will have to say my my major complaint about this film was that it was too long. Okay. It, yeah. it, it dragged on way for like way too long. Um. I didn't even watch the end. Like, I stopped it 30 minutes before it ended. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that I didn't watch it in the movie theater because I probably would have walked out. (laughs) Now, the only thing I could really think about is if Brennan Fraser had attended the show, would he have won the award? Like, if he, or if he didn't announce ahead of time, like before the voting, hey, I'm protesting it, I'm not going to it, would he have Mm -hmm. won? I don't know. See, that's the thing. It's like, what if Brandon Fraser didn't announce anything? What if he didn't say anything at those, you know, um, interviews that he has? Because he's been asked various times. It's like, will you attend the Golden Globes? And of course, we have that quote from him, you know, mama didn't raise no um, hypocrite, hypocrite and stuff like that. So 
do I think it hurt him? I don't know. I really don't know. Because, again, when it comes to awards, it's very political in a, in a sense, you know? I mean, yeah, looking back at it now, it was surprising how many people won awards but weren't in attendance. I mean, there was like Oh, yeah, there were so people. many. Like, so and also, many Hugh, I don't think Hugh Jackman was in there. He was nominated. I, there's mm -hmm. it, The whole thing felt kind of very amateurish, um, like a not a real award show watching it. But I think if Fraser was there, I like to think he would have won. I mean, I think just in general, I think for the Golden Globes. Well, I was also kind of surprised that even in the opening monologue throughout the show, there were plenty of comments made about the Hollywood foreign press and all the mistakes they've made. But there wasn't. There wasn't mention like, oh, Brendan Fraser, who's up for Best Actor, is boycotting it because of them. That's a pretty big statement, and for some reason, it didn't come up. True. Then again, you have like you have to think about the host, because if it was Ricky Gervais, he would have said something. Well, yeah, but this host, I mean, he he made some pretty strong comments against them. Like, I would go back and watch that opening monologue like mm -hmm. it's it's kind of i mean i think it's over the top but like he really gets into mm -hmm. like basically just doing the show for money like i mean he doesn't care about them changing you know their ways but he also made you know strong jokes i mean some good ones but also against like tom cruise and scientology like right before two of the cast members of top gun like come on stage like he wasn't really <laughs> holding back on things i mean he made even his comment about like whitney houston like we're in the hotel like we're in the hotel that killed oh, Whitney Houston. I think, like, yeah, I think I saw like a snippet of that. I was just like, ooh. Well, I mean, plus with that, like, you can call up the Hollywood Foreign Press, but like Philip Burke, who was a president, he's not president anymore. You know, like there was an yeah. opportunity to call that out. Brendan Fraser not being there, that, that was a big part, like drew a lot of attention to it. Um, and I mean, yeah, the host, you know, made fun of Tom Cruise and Scientology and, you know, Tom Cruise had is also essentially boycotting the Golden Globes. Like, he mailed back his Golden Globes back in, like, 2020 or whatever, said, I'm done with that. Um, and they made fun of him. So it's like, I expected at some point to be a reference to what Brennan Fraser went through, but I guess there was, I don't know if it's just not on the radar of the host or the show, but I was kind of surprised by it. There is a lot of things that probably have been skipped over. And, of course, because, you know, I guess there's people that are easier targets, like, you know, Tom Cruise in Scientology. He's always been made fun of, no matter what. So I thought that perhaps maybe that was just an easier thing to say. Yeah. Um, it's an easy because joke. Because it's a, sure. a well-known thing. Now, the Brandon Fraser thing isn't a very well-known thing, because there are still people who don't know about the situation. Yeah. If you've seen, like, some a... of the current interviews, like... Some some of the uh, people that were interviewing, like, Brandon and, like, all that, they seem shocked about the 2018 ac accusations. So it's just like, okay, well, they probably just read about it, like, before right. interviewing him. So, again, I guess also because he's so – he's not on anybody's radar. That's the thing. Until, like, right now. Right. Well, I mean – like even Rolling Stone had an article come out um, on January 10th. Brennan Fraser loses Golden Globe for the whale after protesting event. I mean, they kind of, it's a weird title, but they kind of make it like, yeah, if he didn't protest it, he would have won, which 
I mean, I would say his chances would increase. I don't know at what point they start the voting. It was like right after nominations are released, but mm-hmm. I mean, he made it clear he wasn't going to go back yet. It's easy to imagine if he was there or had not said he was going to boycott it, his chances of winning increase. I mean, I thought for sure he'd win. I never had Austin Austin Butler as my uh, pick to win Best, oh, yeah, best no, Actor. Definitely not on mine. But then again, when you think about past awards, there's been, you know, there's been performances or even and also films that may have lost certain, you know, awards like, you know, like the BAFTAs or like the critics and stuff like that, or even the Golden Globes, but they end up winning in an Oscar. So I'd say still, in my mind, the number one contender for an Academy Award. I mean, Colin Farrell is going to be a tough one to beat. But, oh, I mean, my God. Yes. Like, but Brennan Fraser is going to be up there. <sighs> And honestly, like, when it comes down to it, it's going to end up being, like, Oscars. It's going to be Colin Farrell, Brandon Fraser, Austin Butler, and who knows who else. But those are, like, the three people that I know they're going to make it all the way to the end. Yeah. I I don't think Austin Butler is going to beat Colin Farrell, though. But, you know, you just never know because unlike, you know, the film that uh, won that one year, Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, like that. I'm sorry. It shouldn't have won. So I think that because of that film, you've noticed that there's been biopics after that. Like we had Elton John. Um, Now we had um, Elvis. Um, I think recently came out a uh, Whitney Houston biopic. Yeah. And then I think either either late this year or even next year, the Madonna biopic is going to come out. So it kind of just, because of that one, I feel like it just gave it a full-on popularity of biopics coming out like that. Yeah, that's There's true. always that trend. That's the thing. If, if someone wins from a certain film, there tends to be a trend after that that are similar to each other or, but this is like, it's musical biopics. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. The Academy Awards. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen, but my vote is still for Brenna Fraser. I think a lot of people listening would agree with that. Um, and we, you know, a lot of people commenting and messaging us, you know, similar thoughts. Yeah. Similar thoughts. And then like, of course there's like people that are like, Oh yeah, I knew ex- that Brandon was going to win. And it's like, Okay, but you don't have to be a negative Nancy about that. Or there's people it's like, oh, if Brandon were to win and just because he's um, not showing, you know, he's kind of semi boycotting it, he's probably going to give his award away. And I really don't think that would have happened. Yeah, I don't think so. Like, I really don't think that would have happened, that he would refuse his award. Or I would hope not. But then again... We don't know Brandon personally. We don't know. We know how he feels about the Golden Globes. But the thing is, like, when it comes down to it, would he have refused that award? I'm looking at the Rolling Stone article, and they talk about the mm-hmm. Hollywood Foreign Press investigation into Fraser's claim against the president. But evidence supports it was intended to be taken as a joke. Uh, which, yeah, joke or not a joke, you don't touch people. I'm sorry, you don't touch people. And the way that that was 
phrase that's really ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So um, it also says Fraser said he would consider returning to the award show if significant changes were made to the organization, which I assume would probably mean an actual apology acknowledging what he did was wrong. Mm-hmm. But he's not the president anymore, so. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, he's not the president anymore, but unfortunately, I don't think he would receive an apology. It's a strange excuse to say no, it was and that's supposed the sad to be a joke. Part. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that doesn't oh, work. absolutely. Like, it doesn't matter if it's a joke or not. You just don't touch people. You keep your hands to yourself. We learned that in kindergarten. Or, and we also learned that at home. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that excuse <laughs> would work if Brenna Fraser was a female. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. So, but yeah, I I do think that if Brandon was a woman and it happened to her, you know, to them and all that, it would have been a different, a whole completely different note. But because he's a man and because, you know, the whole stigma, like, oh, you know, it doesn't happen to men that often. No, it does. It does. So either way. Lots to think about. Still hoping for the Academy Award. I think he's favored. If not, him and Colin Farrell are pretty close. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. These are the awards that we have left. We have the SAG Awards. Then we have the BAFTA Awards. And then the final would be the Oscars. Now, usually when I watch the Oscars, I I feel like once I, I see who wins the BAFTAs, it's already locked in for the Oscars. I don't know if you noticed that. I have not paid attention <laughs> to that, but that's... So we have still some awards coming up. Like I said previously in another episode, I would not be mad if Brandon did not win the Oscars. Um, yes, it would be an upsetting loss, but you know, at the very end, he still got noticed. He will probably pick up, you know, certain roles maybe later this year if he's taking a break maybe later this year next year he's going to be sought after you have to understand he's going to be sought after no matter what it would be a bummer if he doesn't win but again like he made it this far one role took him this far that is true and i think we've said it before like it'll carry into the next role and the next role and i mean basically Mm -hmm. and i know i wanted trust to be nominated you know four years ago but if that w- if that yeah. same role was next year, he'd be nominated for a Golden mm-hmm. Globe. Like, it just kind of adds more credibility to an actor that they get noticed more. I mean, sometimes actors don't even deserve the nomination, but they are nominated just to be there. Like, it's a courtesy thing. So, either way, he'll be back. <laughs> Again, everybody, I know, like, I follow Twitter for, like, throughout the night and of course people were getting anxious about it and people were like being funny about it it's like if brandon doesn't win we're gonna take it to the streets and stuff like that so you know yeah it is a bummer because like everybody's been excited it's like you know brandon's finally on the big screen and all that so and of course he gave like a, a super powerful performance having those nominations it's gonna help him no matter what i feel like i don't feel like this is it for him. There's going to be more. We're going to expect more and we're going to see more. 100%. And I think that's pretty much all to say about the Golden Globes at this point. But also just, you know, yeah. thank you to everyone for following us on Instagram and Twitter. Appreciate the comments on our posts. Um, some good inter- interaction and 
good messages. You know, we share in your support of the Academy Awards um, and his win, hopefully. So just be on the lookout. Again, just everybody know that there's still more awards coming up before the Oscars. So just keep an eye out and see, you know, nominations, maybe some wins, hopefully some good wins from his category and all that. So, yes, there may be some surprises, but again, we will see him no matter what. He'll be nominated. He'll be known as nominee on all his films and stuff like that. So it, I don't think it would be a huge disappointment. to Well, for me personally. That's a positive way to look at it. So, so again, thank you for joining us. And definitely let us know on our Twitter or even on our um, Instagram posts your thoughts on the whole Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, let us know. And don't forget to obviously follow us on social media and rate us on Apple podcast. And yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye.